0: Family, this is your show. Here we talk about all things Leo family life. The good, the bad, the funny and the sad, and everything in between. The blue, family unity show. the blue Family Unity Show was created, written, and produced by Elsa Kurt. Music written and produced by Dan Tracy. Well, hello there, and welcome to Blue Family News. That is going to be the segment title of this new addition to the Blue Family Unity show. It is the Blue Family News. So what I do is I pull off uh, about five, I think we're going to go with five top stories that are going on in the first responder world patriot world our world basically and uh, and we talk about them we uh, read them off we get caught up a little bit on what's going on and uh, yeah it's going to be it's going to be fun i like it and uh, most of my stuff here is going to be coming from lawenforcementtoday.com if you haven't checked out lawenforcementtoday.com you really should uh, i am part of the Law Enforcement Today family. I head their LET Family Unity Division, where we're going to be doing some really great things coming up for you guys. Uh, where Our focus is on law enforcement families, first responder families, and ways to make life better, more fulfilling, and give you guys lots of resources and tools and entertainment. And fun, and all kinds of good stuff too. So, if you uh, would like to join us, join Let Unity. You can use my code Blue Family and get ten percent off your membership. So go check it out. It's a it's a great site, and uh, highly what a surprise! I highly recommend it. But I seriously do. It's great. Uh, so yeah. So let's get over to the news. What are we talking about today? Um, so I'm literally scrolling the headlines. I'm sitting here um, looking at my laptop, scrolling the headlines, see which ones we want to talk about. Oh, I know the first one I want to talk about. Are you ready? All right. So this isn't police related, but we got to talk about this. Nicki Minaj. Wow. Right. If you haven't heard. So if you haven't heard rap superstar, Nicki Minaj defends right to question government authority, compares cancel culture to communist China. So yeah, Nicki Minaj went off on her social media platforms and um, she got attacked. And instead of backing down, she doubled down, which I thought was pretty cool. I actually like Nicki Minaj. I like her music. I do. Can I name any of her songs? No, I can't. When she comes on the radio, I like her. So, you know, whatever. (laughs) Uh, So I guess let's see what happened here. In a recent Instagram post, rap superstar Nicki Minaj defended her right to question government authority when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine. She said, you should be able to ask questions about anything you're putting inside your body. Hang on, I'm going to let her speak for herself. Take a listen. You can't speak for the fear of the mob attacking you. If that doesn't give you chills up and down your fucking spine, this is scary. scary. You should be able to ask questions about anything you're putting inside your body. We we can we ask a bunch of questions about about the most simple thing. Oh, bitch, how that how that glue work? Do that glue do that do that glue really um keep the wig down for how <laughs> many hours? Oh. oh, okay, okay. Well, we get the idea. We get the idea yeah, so how about that? And that's all she said. She didn't say, "I am anti-vaccine. She didn't say um, anti-mask. She didn't say any of those things. She simply said she's asking questions. She would like to know some answers before she makes this decision about something going into her body. And she was attacked. the the mob, the cancel culture mob went on the attack, and uh, she uh, she defended herself. She didn't back down she um tweet or retweeted a tucker carlson post about it and that really sent them over the edge but yeah i think it's pretty cool and you know why i think it's pretty cool um i happen to know that she has a huge young fan base uh, you know listen to her every word and and believe that she is you know just uh, like the queen of, of everything, I guess. And li- they seriously do. They've I've, I've seen this happen. They even have a little nickname for themselves. I forget what it is, I, but I, I did hear it one time because they all came into a live, they all, not they all, but a bunch of rabid Nicki Minaj fans came into one of my live videos on TikTok a while back. And uh, it was kind of bizarre because my topic had nothing to do with, with music or anything like that. I think it's just a little thing that they, that they do. They like to bombard us old people, our lives with uh, their stuff. And uh, yeah, they were all about Nicki Minaj. That was all they wanted to talk about. I really had nothing much to say about her at the time. Now I do. Now I have a bunch to say. I would love to talk to these kids again, and see what their opinions are now, because um, it's very interesting. She's got the power to influence people. And, uh, you know, anybody who dismisses that, you know, when you hear, uh, you know, I know a lot of times, and myself included, when we hear things um, that celebrities say, they're spouting their opinions on stuff, we all kind of roll our eyes and say, okay, whatever. You know, nobody actually cares what you have to say on these matters. But this is, you know, the fact is, is that they do influence people. They do affect opinions of young people uh, in particular. So this is significant. Um, I think it's very interesting. I don't, I don't know if she necessarily was red pilled, as they say, but she definitely got a, an eye opener of uh, which side is trying to silence people. So yeah, that's a really interesting article, I think. So go check that out over on law enforcement today. Uh, The the headline of that one again is rap superstar, Nicki Minaj defends right to question government authority, compares cancel culture to communist China. Where she actually uh, was, she did go to China uh, on tour, I'm assuming, and they were given pretty strict instructions of what they could do and couldn't do. And she had commented on how different that was from the united states and now and of course this is why she's making that comparison because now she's seeing that wow they're they're trying to do the same. they're trying to do the same thing here that they are able to do there so yeah that's uh definitely worth checking out let's see what else have we got looking at some headlines checking out the headlines what else can we read about today oh so we have two stories here two two very separate stories but they're very interesting for the same reason one is, despite activist demands, Grand Jury clears Portland officer who fatally shot man who tried to stab him. And we have another one here, Grand Jury clears Oregon officer who fatally shot knife-wielding suspect. Now it's time for him to sue. So you've got um, two, two very separate cases, of course. Uh, but, you know, with the whole defund the police movement and the activists going crazy over every uh, everything that police officers do within the scope of their job, Ninety nine percent of the time, by the way, it's good to see that our police officers are getting defended in some of these cases and their rights being protected. The right to do their job is being protected. Uh, So in Portland, Oregon, on Wednesday, September 15th, prosecutors reported that a grand jury found no criminal wrongdoing in a fatal officer involved shooting where a man brandishing a screwdriver where a man was brandishing a screwdriver at police. So basically the gist of it is, is uh, they responded to a call by the suspect, by the way, the suspect called 911 because he was having a mental health crisis of sorts. And when they arrived, they tried, they were speaking with him. They offered to take him to the hospital, which he agreed to. And uh, the officers then said, well, we, we have to pat you down before we... Um, Before we transport you, and that is apparently when the suspect kind of lost his shit and pulled a sharp-edged screwdriver from his pocket and became uh, began uh, moving towards a police officer who drew his weapon and you know obviously did the obvious things that 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 they do, which is telling them to drop the weapon, to drop the weapon that made the uh, suspect move faster towards the police officer who had no choice but to fire his weapon twice, killing the suspect. I think he died on the way to the hospital. So what the activists always like to say is, you know, it was only a screwdriver or, and they like to say, uh, well, he had mental health problems. Well, mental health problems doesn't mean that you can attack a police officer. It, It doesn't work like that. You know, a police officer isn't just going to go, oh, I'm sorry, you have, you have mental health problems. I'll, um I'll just stand here while you murder me. It doesn't work that way. A police officer's job is to stop a threat. They don't shoot to kill. I mean, we go over this so many times. It's like a broken record. They do not shoot to kill. They shoot. If they have to shoot, they shoot to stop the threat. Simple as that. It's an unfortunate circumstance. It's an unfortunate case. They did everything that they could to have it go otherwise. And I'm glad that a grand jury... Recognize that. So that was, you know, unfortunate for the person who died. You know, we never applaud when people are uh, die. You know, obviously, but this was a case where that was the circumstances brought upon by the suspects' actions. So, uh, as far as the Oregon, I didn't read the Oregon officer one yet. So I'll take a quick skim for you. Grand jury clears Oregon officer who fatally shot knife wielding suspect. Now it's time for him to sue. So apparently he's going to be suing. Um, Former former Tigard police officer that was under investigation for a fatal shooting will not be facing charges in connection with the incident. Uh, they inclined, a grand jury declined to indict the former officer. Yeah, Again, they tried to talk the suspect um, out of what they were about to do or what they were doing. There, he was in his vehicle. He was trying to talk him out of it. They decided to forcefully remove him. Struggle ensued and Officer Maldonado opened fire during the struggle uh, because they refused to drop the knife. He was armed at the time. Now you've seen all of these videos. You see them all the time on cops, on movies, on shows, on uh, what is that live PD? I think I've never watched it, but uh, that's a thing. You hear it all the time. The officers repeatedly, repeatedly telling the suspect to drop their weapon, drop your knife, drop the gun, drop the whatever it is that you have, giving them every opportunity. They try, they try so hard to get them to comply non forcibly and uh, it hits it hits a point where that split second decision has to be made to choose life their own life or or the life of uh, people around them the safety of others around them because that is part of their duty so and again apparently he was uh, in an acute psychotic state you can't reason with somebody that's in acute in an acute psychotic state you cannot reason with somebody who is on drugs. The other guy was uh, the other incident in Portland there he was on methamphetamine I believe that I read there. So uh, this isn't a something you know you can send a social worker in to talk to them about their feelings. These are critical incidents where time is of the essence and there just simply isn't time to do anything but other to then to make quick decisions. And you know, it certainly sounds like in this case that he made the right one. Check it out for yourself and see if you agree. Grand jury clears Oregon officer who fatally shot knife-wielding suspect. Now it's time for him to sue. Uh, So that'll be interesting. That's actually going to be an interesting one to follow up on. So again, as each of the stories I'm sharing with you today, they are from lawenforcementtoday.com. Very interesting. So Facebook was added again. Facebook loves to uh, block, censor, ban, remove a lot of uh, pro-police Stuff now we know this. I know this personally. It's happened to me. This one is uh, is interesting. Facebook flags police nonprofits post about suicide awareness as spam and blocks it from the page. So uh, that just happened to uh, an organization, a nonprofit organization called Blue Hearts for Heroes, and um, they blocked a suicide awareness post. Now let's. Now I'm going to read the post too that got flagged as spam says blue hearts for heroes wants to recognize suicide awareness month and make sure all of our heroes know that they have someone to turn to suicide doesn't end the chances of life getting worse it eliminates the possibility of it ever getting better if you need help please reach out and we will get you the help you deserve i mean (laughs) it's a great post um, but Facebook didn't like it. So they they flagged it as spam. No explanation, no justification or anything. So, um, yeah. And it's not the first time that Facebook has done that to them. They've uh, flagged posts, similar styled posts of theirs. Uh, again, nonprofit, doing good things for good people. It's just crazy, isn't it? it it's just insane. All right. So Blue Hearts for Heroes. It was founded by both active federal and local law enforcement officers that aim to assist law enforcement families with children who have special needs. Yeah, so that sounds like something that should be flagged, an organization that should be flagged, right? An organization, a nonprofit organization that helps law enforcement families with children with special needs. And of course, Facebook never explains themselves. They don't. They make no apologies. They just uh, do whatever they want. And, and that is that. But if you would like to check out Blue Hearts for Heroes, there is a link for this organization in this article. So if you go over to lawenforcementtoday.com, you can Facebook flags police nonprofits post about suicide awareness as spam and blocks it from the page. So go check that article out. Get the link for Blue Hearts for Heroes and um, maybe help them out. That would be pretty cool. Let's see. I'm checking out one here that says wolf and sheep's clothing. What's this? Missouri Attorney General, current Senate candidate, has history of helping communist China. Whoa. I would suggest you check that one out. Here's a couple other ones. This one is out of New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans 911 operator wanted by police for allegedly hanging up on people on purpose. Hang on a second. New Orleans 911 operator wanted by police for allegedly hanging up on people on purpose. So she was intentionally hanging up on people in need of help. That is not cool. So there's a whole article about uh, Precious Stevens, who worked for the Orleans Parish Communication District. She's wanted for malfeasance in office and interfering with an emergency communication. Uh, She is accused of deliberately disconnecting 911 calls without obtaining the necessary information to send aid. That's not good. Yeah, that's bad. That's going to be, uh, that's going to be bad for her. No information has been released on the nature of the emergency calls, nor if her actions resulted, if her actions resulted in any injuries or deaths. So, all right. In our last story, former police chief says, pay attention as UN Secretary General hints towards establishment of new world order. What the actual hell. Uh, United Nations. And here we thought this was all about a little virus. Think again. This is about control. You can take that to the bank. And of course, as always, leading the way is the anti-American United Nations. This is uh, an article by Pat Droney. And uh, this is um, it's pretty serious stuff. And I really think you should get over there and read this one. It's really worth checking out. All right, guys. That's going to be it for our Blue Family News for today. Tomorrow we'll be back with more of the headlines. And uh, we'll see you then. Take care. The Law Enforcement Family, this is your show. Here we talk about all things Leo family life. The good, the bad, the funny and the sad, and everything in between. The Blue Family Unity Show Show was created, written, and produced by Elsa Kurt. Music written and produced by Dan Tracy.